This podcast is sponsored by SlowdownClothing.BigCartel.com, NaturalBossNH.com, and New Hampshire Vape Gallery. More on that later. Let's get into episode 46 of Talking with Topher. What is happening, everybody? It is so good to be back. It is, well, February 15th, Monday afternoon, and we're getting ready for some snow here in New England. It has been going across the country, and it has been crazy. Uh, Texas doesn't know what to do with it, uh, but we're ready here. You know, we probably don't have too much room to put it. I I definitely have lost a lot of uh, space to put some snow, but definitely getting ready for it, but... Let's get into it. I want to say thank you to everybody for subscribing, watching, uh, spreading the word, commenting, anything that you're doing uh, to help the growth of this podcast. I just appreciate it very much. Um, If you're new to the podcast, then please subscribe. Hit those like buttons if you're enjoying the video. And don't forget to set the alarm so that you know as soon as the new episode uploads every week. That's right. I'm doing it every week. Um, You can also find me on all social media. Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. So go to any one of those five platforms or go to all of them. Give the follow. Uh, doing daily updates there, uh, always new things going on, and uh, if you want some more content, that's where to find it. Just follow me on Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or TikTok. Uh, we've also got the email. That's right. The official email of Talking With Topher is Topher at gmail.com. That's T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com. Uh, you can send your stories. Maybe there's somebody you know who has a story and it needs, just needs to be heard. You can send that over, put that in the subject line. Uh, maybe you started something new. It doesn't really matter what you want to talk about. If you want to talk about something, send it to the email. Put whatever you're talking about in the subject line and then we're going to talk about it. It'll be a grand old time. been trying to get this started for a couple months now and... Um, like everything, it takes time, and I need your help to do it. So send it send it on over to T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com. That's talking with Topher at gmail.com, the official uh, email of this podcast. And now that all the housework is done, let's get into it. Um, well, I found out Thursday... Um, that, well, I'm not quite as healthy or in shape or, um, any of that stuff that I thought I was. So, you know, I've been throwing around the kettlebells for about three, four weeks now, feeling pretty good about that. Um, I'm feeling, you know, some strength in my lower back that I didn't have before. And it's due to the exercises, of course. And I'm seeing some muscles pop up. You know, I was getting excited. I'm 41, and uh, I I was feeling pretty good about myself. I had a really good class Wednesday morning, um, got some moves in, and I was feeling really strong, and I was feeling, like, real good. You know what I mean? 
Um, you just have those days where you're like, yeah, I think I could take on anybody right now. And I felt that way. And I felt that way when I woke up Thursday morning. But then I went to PMA Plastow. And there is a gentleman in there. Um, and his name's CJ. And this kid is an animal. He's an animal with a wrestling background. And he's only 19. Um, so we we slap hands. We go at it. And I don't know if you've ever wrestled. I haven't like I've fucked around with wrestling, but I've never wrestled wrestled and the drive that these guys have is insane. And I, I know girls wrestle too, but I don't know any girls that wrestle. So I apologize for that. But he just has this drive about him. Just go, 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 go. So I'm trying to do whatever I can, you know, t- try to get on top, try to get uh, him back in my guard, trying to do anything I can. And he's just got this constant drive. And I will tell you, at the end of 10 minutes, um, yeah, I did not feel the same way I felt Wednesday or Thursday morning before I stepped in the class. I felt my age. Um, I felt like I needed to work on a lot more. Um, and he really just kind of put me in my place. You know, he's... Um, uh, I think he's a second degree blue belt now, and that's that. It doesn't matter because you. It doesn't. It doesn't. You know, um, the ranks do matter, of course, but at the same time, they don't mean everything. And I think that's what I'm getting at. They don't mean everything. Um, you know, they they'll give you respect while you're on the mat to anybody who's under you, but I mean, people under you can still tap you out um you know i always tend to forget that i'm in there training with people who are training so if this person or even cj at this point in time that i'm talking about if he's going to class four to five times a week i don't know if he is or not but if he does well then he's got two more classes on top of me you know, he's also doing Muay Thai. He's got all kinds of stuff going on. So he's training a lot. He also wants to be a fighter. So that's super important to him. So this is his drive, and that is what he works on. You know, I don't, I don't have that, but I'm, I'm, I'm feeling fit. I'm feeling healthy. I was feeling strong and for a 41-year-old, mind you. And it was just so... I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, but I was thankful that 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 it had happened like that, that it went down like that. You know, he tapped me a couple times um, and he just kept me working. I had to work for everything that I was going for because he just wouldn't stop driving into me. And it just made me realize, you know, I am I'm doing good for my age, but don't get too cocky because a 19-year-old will tap you out, you know? You start start feeling too relaxed, and you're like, ah, oh, I'm doing good, you know, I'm a purple belt. Yeah, well, he tied me up. He tied me up, he choked me out, um, and he got past everything I was throwing at him. So I really thanked him for that, you know? It wasn't, I'm not mad, I'm not angry. It just 
put things in perspective for me and made me realize that I need to work even harder because there's people that are younger and stronger than me. And when we're clapping hands and going at it, he's trying to take me out like I'm trying to take him out. And he he might be on the upper level, you know, working out all the time and having a different drive than I do. So it just it really put it in perspective for me. And I uh, I just wanted to talk about that because I was like, man, I'm doing good. I'm throwing kettlebells around. I'm feeling strong. And then, bam, nah. 19-year-old just puts you in your place. So that's the nice thing about jiu-jitsu. That's, that's, I love that. That makes me smile more than anything because it's not this long, drawn-out way to find out, you know, what your strength and weakness is. You know, it doesn't take time like a job does or you have to prove your – like you're literally proving what's going on within five minutes. And it's sometimes less than that. And uh, it was just a nice realization. And uh, it just put everything in perspective for me. So that's what I went through on Thursday, you know, got to feel my age. Yeah, so, and I'm talking about all this because I was asked where I get, like, my self-motivation. And I don't know. I don't know where I get it. I, uh, you know, my friends have pointed out that I've replaced drinking with jujitsu, um, which I can definitely uh, attest to uh, and agree with. Um, But my self-motivation is just my drive to do better. I've been a complete, absolute loser for 27 years of my life. And I have just, well, I haven't even hit it yet. I mean, I'm barely four and a half years in on this no alcohol. And it's, I just want to do better. That's where I get self-motivation. Self-motivation is so important. Nobody is ever going to motivate you. You know, you might get motivation from videos and people out there working at it and getting it done, that'll give you more of an inspiration to maybe get motivated. But the motivation comes from within, you know. I, I, I've had plenty of times, and I, I've never sat down and, like, you know, taken longer than maybe 15, 20 minutes. But I've, I've woken up in the morning, gone downstairs, you know, pulled out the mats, gotten the treadmill all set because I have to set it and reset it every time I want to use it because it's in my living room. So I can't just leave it open and out all the time. Otherwise, it drives me nuts. Um, but I have to set everything up and then I set it all up and then my dog's like laying on the couch. And I'll be honest, I've, I've, I've just been like, oh, shit, I don't want to do this. And then I lay on the couch with my dog and then I've woken up 15, 20 minutes later and then I do my workout. You know, so we all have these things that get in our way that stop us from doing what we know we should be doing um, because we don't want to. And you have to learn how to fight that. And, you know, sometimes I give in. I'll be honest. I give in and I but I don't let it uh, win. Like I'll give in. But then 15 minutes later, I'm like, no, no, no. I'm going to go run. I'm going to swing the kettlebell, and then I'm going to work. 
Um, you know, everything changes from day to day depending on if I'm working or if I'm staying home um, or if I have jujitsu class. I'll do things. I'll do all my workouts a little bit different uh, depending on what the day has in store for me. Um, but that motivation to get going, to motivation to get on the treadmill, I feel I get it from feeling <clears throat> like disappointed in myself. If I'm sitting there wasting time and I've got so many things to get done before I have to go to class, before I have to go to work, and that, that time starts ticking and I'm watching it. I'm just looking at it going, why aren't we on the treadmill yet? Why am I still sitting here doing nothing, watching the, the clock tick instead of getting on that treadmill? And then I'll get up and I'll get on the treadmill because that's what I do first. I always do my run and then I swing the kettlebells. I mean, it's probably the way you should do it anyways. Get your cardio up, get your heart rate, excuse me, get your heart rate up and then jump into uh, weights. But that's where I get it from. Being look, I get it from feeling disappointed in myself. And that's where a lot of my anger comes from. Because I'm disappointed with myself. Or I felt that I cut corners to get something done. Um, I'll get upset with myself for doing that. So I, I tend not to do that anymore. Which is why a lot of things take me a long time to get done. Because I don't want something done just to be done. I mean, I still haven't hung any pictures or shelves in this room. Because every time I go through what I'm going to hang up... I just don't like it. And it's like I I can't just put it on the wall so that I have a different background. I got to wait until I get it to exactly where I want it. And then I'll set it all up. And then that's it. It'll be on the wall. And it'll be in the screenshot when it's ready. And if it's not ready, then it's not going to happen. Um, and I treat everything like that. Uh, which is why it took me so long to get started on kettlebells, never mind the fact that I was completely idiotic and thinking that um, I couldn't do it or if I did it too quickly, I was going to hurt myself. Well, there's one way to fix that. Don't do it too quickly. You know, I did have to learn a few of the exercises, but now I got those down and now I feel more comfortable doing uh, different exercises because now I feel like my form is better and I've, I've gotten some nice back strength. So there's a few things that I was like, I don't think I can do. Now I think I can do those things. So now I just got to try them. And this all keeps me motivated. It all keeps me motivated to go forward. You know, every time I got a stripe and then a new belt, that's motivation. Um, that's where I get it from. That is my self-motivation. All of that is from myself. So when people talk about uh, how do you, where do you get your self-motivation from, it's from everything I do. And I put it all into one big lump sum because it all takes self-motivation to do all anything, all of it. 
It's, I have to self-motivate myself to sit down here and talk into a camera for an hour. I don't always want to do this. But I know that if I want to get better at doing this, and if I want this podcast to grow, then I need to sit down. And I need to do this. And I have to have good subject matter. And I have to speak clearly. Clearly. Oh, there you go. See? Gotta work on it, right? You know? Uh, everybody that I listen to that does podcasts, they have, man, hundreds, if not thousands, maybe millions of hours of talking. And I started less than a year ago. So I got a lot of work to do. So I have to stay motivated for it. And and I'll be honest with you. I, I, I'm online. I'm checking subscribers. I'm, I'm checking the likes. I'm... I'm doing all this stuff and sometimes you see negative things, you don't see any traction and it's discouraging and disappointing. Um, but you have to learn to push through and just keep plowing, keep doing it. And that's what I'm doing. I just keep plowing, I keep doing it. There, there's been many times where I wasn't going to and I thought about like ending this and being like I tried something else and it failed again and then I thought about it and I was like you know what the only reason things don't ever go anywhere with me is because that's what always happens I get discouraged I get upset and I give up and I go oh this isn't going anywhere but this means a lot more to me than a lot of the other things that I've tried throughout my life um, you know I've already said that this is like therapy for me um, and that's, it's, it's not far from the truth. It, it really is. This is what helped me get out of my funk, um, you know, last March. And I can't believe we're already a year through this and almost a year through this. And yeah, yeah. I think my prediction was pretty good for 2022. You know, I'm feeling very confident. I wish I had like gambled on it or something, <laughs> a place to bet. You probably can, right? Could probably go to like, uh. I don't know, one of those freaking gambling websites, and I bet you they got a thing. Do you think 2021 will be the year we're out of this? And I bet you you can bet bet against it, and I probably should. Um, but that's, that's everything. That's where I get my self-motivation from. It's from doing everything and feeling that feeling of disappointment in myself drives me to keep going and keep doing things. And even though I get discouraged or a 19-year-old taps me out or I'm not feeling quite up to par to sit in front of a microphone and talk or I don't want to run on the treadmill, I'd rather lay on the couch with my dog, any of that stuff pops up, I always go right back to where I need to be, which is if you don't do this, are you going to be disappointed in yourself? And the answer is yes. And that is what motivates me to do everything I do. So if you want to know where my self-motivation comes from, it comes from that. I do not want to feel disappointed in myself. At this point in time, there's not too many people I can disappoint. If anything, I've showed most of the people that know me personally that I have picked myself up. I mean... They may not quite be with me 100% right now. They might be waiting for that foot to drop. 
which I don't blame them because if you've been fucking up for 27 years and you're barely four and a half years in, they're like, well, you got to show us some more work. And I understand that. And I don't hold that against them. But that also drives me because I want to show all those people that I did it. I could do it. And I just have to stay positive in my mind. Don't allow setbacks. Don't allow people's comments and other bullshit to get in my way and create bullshit for me. Um, and and this is what I do. This is it. Um, that's how I self-motivate. That's how I keep going strong. And then, of course, I use social media, this podcast, and everything else to hold myself accountable for the things that I say and the things that I say I'm going to do. And if I say I'm doing something, then I'm doing it. If I say I'm going to do something, doesn't always happen in the uh, in the timely window I would like it to, but it happens. So I always stick to my word. I always get my shit done. And now I'm basically just trying to prove this to everybody else because I know I'm far enough along where this is going to be um, alcohol is less of an issue for me now. Um, like I've said in past podcasts, I feel much more free from it. It's not always the thought on my brain. Um, there are certain things that trigger it heavier, uh, a little bit heavier, heavier, heavily, heavier. Hmm. They trigger it. It's, it's a little bit heavier feeling, you know, um, than other times. Um, but I feel really good and now I've just got to keep it going and then a couple more years, maybe five and a half is my thought. That's when everybody else will kind of get on board. They'll be like, wow, all right, he's really doing it now. You know, they're going to need to see the work. They can't, it, 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 when I first stopped drinking, I was like a year in. And I was so excited. And my friend looked at me and he goes, dude, I'm going to tell you right now, you cannot really say much of anything until you're at least 10 years deep. And I got upset. I got angry. I was, I was very upset with him. And I'm like, I don't understand what you're talking about. I'm doing this. And he's like, yeah, but you got so much that happened you can't expect almost anybody after a year of you not drinking to be like oh he did it and in my brain I was like yes I can and now I realize no no I couldn't and I can't um, there are going to be people that accept it um, with a short time span and there's going to be people that are not going to accept it. And I just have to accept that. That it's not always going to turn out the way I want it to. It's just like when you go through the 12, um, the 12 steps. You know, you get to that one where you have to write apology notes and all this other shit. The one thing that they warn you about when you get to this stage in your sobriety um, is that people are going to probably turn you away probably tell you no I don't accept your apology and you have to be accepting of 
that. And that's what I'm going through right now. I'm accepting the fact that there are people out there that still doubt whether or not I can keep this up. And again, that is another piece of motivation for me. Because if there's anything I enjoy doing more than any of this, it's proving people wrong. That makes me feel amazing. You know, that's the reason I graduated high school. It's the reason I've gotten a lot of things done. Uh, graduating high school being the biggest one. You know, um, unfortunately, I've had the motivation to prove people wrong without the with the drinking situation a couple times. And unfortunately, they were right. So I'm still using it as a as 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 a tool of motivation it's just not the biggest motivator for me but i do love uh proving people wrong and when i get there i'll see what they say then they could still be like nah i i, I still don't believe you or you know i still don't accept your apology type of situation but that that's okay because i i will have you know if we're if we're there then i've made it 10 years and that is amazing to me, you know, so even though small strides, I'm not counting days anymore. I count months mostly um, and then always, always checking off the years that pass. But um, that's it. That's where I get myself motivation from. It's a long, long laundry list of shit that I'm sick of looking at and I never want to fall back on to. So. That's where I get it. I hope that helps clarify a few things for people and uh, maybe that'll give you some self-motivation because that's whatever you got going on, you know, that's that's what you need to motivate you and um, you can only find it within, you know, so I, I want I want to motivate people to stay off of alcohol. I want to motivate people to become healthier people, but. I, I can only do so much from this microphone and this camera. You know, David Goggins, um, all these health nuts, Ben Greenfield, um, they're, they're all motivating uh, characters. But when it comes down to it at the end of the day, you're the only person that's going to get you going. You know, they're not calling you and telling you, hey, did you do this today? That's going to be on you. So. Um, I say use all of your negative feeling, your disappointment, use all of that for fuel to motivate and make yourself feel better. And when you start, uh, pushing that needle and you start seeing the change and you start feeling better, I think, I think you'll, you'll get more. If you're anything like me, I'm, I'm a highly addictive person, highly addictive. And as soon as something starts making me feel good, I have to keep doing it because I like feeling good. That's why I got high all the time. It's why I fucking got fucked up all the time, right? I like being fucked up. I like feeling that way. Well, you can get the same type of feeling from working out. And I, I'm getting addicted to that feeling. It feels great. Um, and I love it so much. So... It just, it keeps me moving. You know, it keeps me moving forward. And th that 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 really is what was important to me um, overall. 
You know, anything that keeps me moving forward so that I don't fall backwards is what I need to do to uh, better myself. All right, so I got a story and I'm going to share it with you. It kind of branches off of last week's episode where um, I talked a little bit about psilocybin, mushrooms, and then I all of a sudden got this. Like, it's weird. When I'm sitting here telling stories, all of a sudden my brain unlocks and I start remembering more and more things that I have forgotten about or uh, was just, it was there, but I wasn't utilized. I didn't need it. So it would just, it was just sitting there in the memory banks. And then all of a sudden I start talking about all my, all my teenage years of uh, psilocybin and acid and psychedelics in general and then and then my brain went oh my yeah and it was i just remembered another story and i'm hoping that by telling this story i unlock more you know i i know they're in there i just keep forgetting what they are because it's been such a long time um but uh uh let's see let's see it was it was 2001 i believe um I was I was living uh, with my girlfriend at her parents' house again, uh, same scenario. Um, I lived there for quite a many years, and um, I never got to go on the vacation with them because, well, I had to pay my own way, and since I always lived like an asshole uh, that only cared about getting fucked up, I never had any money for anything because I was too busy buying shiny new objects toys and drugs so i just never had cash to do anything or go anywhere and then uh so this particular year i had to well stay at the house and her sister's boyfriend was also there and since I had already stayed at the house a couple years, um, they allowed both of us to stay there. And so I got my hand on some mushrooms, you know, and we're all sitting there drinking in the kitchen. I've got my DJ turntables in the kitchen. I brought them up from the basement. We've got the table cleared out, dining rooms cleared out, you know, just open dance floors we're playing music we're drinking he's got his friends over i don't think there was one person from my group there Uh, i really don't i really don't i think it was mostly all of his friends um mind you her sister is probably let's see if i'm 21 22 at this time Shit, he's about 17, 18. I'm pretty sure. I think our younger sister was like five years behind us. Something like that, something like that. Nah, it's not important. But anyways, so we're all doing this, and I got the the mushrooms. And I'm like, all right, let's do some mushrooms, you know. And there's uh, him, me, and like three or four other people that were like in on this. And then there was like, I don't even remember how many people. So I take the mushrooms and I put them into uh, the grinder, pot grinder, and I grind them up, right? 
and then I tap them out on the counter. I pour up a shot of liquor of whatever we had, and I take these mushrooms and I dump them into the shot glass. And I've never done this before, and I've never done it after. But those things grind it up, and now soaking in the alcohol, we all take the shot. And this is the fastest I've ever started tripping in my life. It was like within 20 minutes, I guess, the psilocybin. I don't know if it reacted with the alcohol and then went through the bloodstream or what happened. But this party went from awesome to complete chaos in a matter of what felt to me like moments. So, um, you know, we... We take the shots. We're sitting there. One of uh, he like he was growing like habanero peppers, so everybody was checking out the plants on the porch. Excuse me. Yeah, so I was probably closer to twenty one because it was probably spring or summer. Excuse me. It's cold up here, and uh, so what I do it so. Now they're all checking out the hot peppers and they're pu- pulling them off and a couple of people are eating them and they're, you know, they're, 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 they're not enjoying that so much because they're habanero peppers. Um, and I start tripping real hard, like real, real hard. Everything's moving. Music's distorted. Um, I have so much anxiety because now my brain's going, there's a lot of people in this house. What if things go uh, wrong? What if someone gets hurt? Now it's my fault. It's her parents' house. So it's all these things going on. So I freak out and I tell him, you got to get everybody out of here. So he gathers everybody. Everybody gets gone. He gets them out. Except for like three or four people that were hanging around. And I, I, I freaked out. I told them they had to leave. And then um, I ran into another room. I hid. I don't know what the fuck I was hiding from. But I was hiding. I was crouching. I was trying to stay away from them. And then eventually he you know, broke down that wall. Got me to come out and talk. And then, you know, the other guys that were there, they were like, dude, everything's good. Calm down, you know. Everybody's gone. You can chill out. And it probably wasn't until about, you know, four to five hours later that I finally calmed down, came back into reality a little bit, and realized that it was all over nothing. Nothing had happened. Nothing went wrong. Were we having a party at the house when we shouldn't have been yes that's what was happening that's what was wrong that's what triggered the anxiety and the bad trip so this was just another one of my experiences where shit went south um and this is was like like the start of the decline. It was it was right there. This was probably the second or third uh, bad trip I had. And I thought it was only because I was taking acid. So I wanted to see if mushrooms would do the same thing. Well, guess what? 
an a, a hallucinogenic is a hallucinogenic, and that's it. It doesn't matter what form it comes in. It's going to do pretty much the same shit. So if you are not 100% comfortable with everything going on, that is enough to tailspin you and send you freaking out, you know, making accusations, hiding behind couches, um, just completely and absolutely freaking out. And that's what it did to me. And it was just, oh, it was crazy. It was wild. But by the end of the night, things were good. I calmed down. Everybody calmed down. And uh, we, had a, we, had, we had a good night. You know, it, it did turn out to be a great evening. Um, but, man, I've just never done that before or after. But it was definitely the fastest I've ever had mushrooms hit me. And I don't, I don't know what caused that reaction. I'm assuming it would have been uh, the mushrooms soaking in the alcohol and then the psilocybin getting into the alcohol and then the alcohol getting into the blood. But, man, it was an intense, crazy body, head, visual. It was out of this world. I've never experienced anything like it since um, in my years of experimenting. But it was it was just crazy. Uh, as I was telling all those stories, I I, I remembered this one, um, and yeah, I just wanted to let you know that that like it it doesn't happen overnight. You know what I mean? Like you could be having a grand old time with everything for quite some time. Um, then it turns into you're thinking you're having a good time. And then the next day, everybody's like, eh, this one kind of went sideways. And then you get to the point where shit just doesn't, uh, become, it's not fun anymore. It's, uh, constantly wearing on you and, uh, giving you anxiety and all kinds of shit like that. So it was, it was just something that, uh, I experienced and I wanted to share. I want people to understand that this stuff is serious. It's not a joke. Um, I know that uh, it's becoming um, legal in more and more states. And I'm, I'm happy for that because it's a natural thing that grows out of the ground. And we shouldn't make those illegal. Um, we should um, study them and figure it out and see if it helps us. And that's what they're doing. Um, which is great. So I highly, I, I totally agree with all of that and all the science behind it. But when it comes down to just doing it on your own, um, <clears throat> just use caution. I think I said this last week, just use caution. And the reason I say use caution is because you, you got to be careful of where this shit is coming from today. And this is all of like anything. You should always use caution with anything. I haven't heard anything about, you know, marijuana or mushrooms per se. But if it's so crazy, all right, I'm going to I'm going to tell you something. And this is not my story to tell, which is why I'm not going to use any names or anything else. Slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. That's slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. I absolutely love this website and you will too. Um, you're looking for some good Nice, high-quality clothing, 
with awesome prints on them. Well, you got you coming to the right spot. This place has got everything. Let's take a run through real quick, and I'll tell you what they got. They've got slow down for kids. They've got hats, winter hats, and trucker hats. Um, they've got shirts, all kinds of printed T-shirts. They've got stickers. They got two different styles skateboards. They've got enamel pins. They've got all kinds of women's leggings, neck gaiters, jerseys, gloves, and sweatpants. I mean, they've just got it all. And these sweatshirts uh, and sweatpants have the embroidered emblem on them. Uh, just really, really high quality. Um, I don't know if you can see on the screen, but we've got all kinds of leggings to choose from. And then you've got two different style gloves. You've got the black and orange along with the skulls. And then, of course, they have their trucker hats along with their winter hats and all different designed printed T-shirts. And I can tell you from personal experience that these T-shirts hold up. I put them through the wash. I wear them all the time. And the colors on the prints are holding up longer than the shirts themselves. Now, after five or six years and a couple hundred washes, you know, the quality of a shirt can decrease. But these ones, they hold up even when they're at their oldest. They're still bright with color. It's amazing. I absolutely love them. And you can only get them here at slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. That's slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. I don't know how to spell it. It's right here at the bottom of the screen. Naturalbossnh.com. That's N-A-T-U-R-A-L-B-O-S-S-N-H. Com. This website, I love it. Absolutely, 100%. They have everything you're looking for uh, to help with winter, to help with dry skin, to help with uh, keeping COVID and flu away. That's right. They've got hand sanitizer. they got a salve that's great for dry skin, and they've got lip balm that is just amazing for those cold winter days and keeping your lips moist and not allowing them to dry or crack. It, it feels great. Um, if you have a beard, then they have some beard oil. This stuff's going to work great for you. Check it out. And then if you're looking for a nice relaxing evening or maybe you just finished shoveling, which we're all doing right now, and you need to just soak your feet because your dogs are barking at you, well then... Get the body and foot soak. This stuff is amazing. I'm telling you, it's going to just allow you to sit back, relax, and uh, take some time to yourself after that long night of shoveling or that hard day of work. This stuff will help you get into that zen mode. And you can only get it here at naturalbossnh.com. That's N-A-T-U-R-A-L-B-O-S-S-N-H.com. New Hampshire Vape Gallery is located at 180 Lafayette Road, down the street from Home Depot and next to Smoke Rings. We're open seven days a week from 1030 to 8 p.m. And you can always come in our store, provided you wear a mask. Give us a call, 603-814-4171. I've told you about, well, almost 46 times now uh, that uh, this vape shop is amazing. We have it all. We're not um, your vape shop slash smoke shop slash gas station slash convenience store slash snack shop. We are just vape. That's right. That's what makes us different from everybody else. Everybody else is added vape into 
whatever store that they're doing to try and pick up on some money. And who blames them? This is how this works, right? You got to make money today. But we specialize in vaping, knowing vapes, uh, being able to help people get off of cigarettes. That's the main goal of the vape shop is to get people off of cigarettes and off of nicotine if you choose it. Um, there's many different ways to get off of nicotine. There's vaping, there's lozenges, there's gum. Um, but any way you get off of cigarettes is a great thing to do for yourself and your health. Um, don't forget, we also carry CBD. Uh, we are an official dealer of slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. And we carry multi-mats. So if you're looking for some uh, nice mouse pads or dab mats, we've got them in store for you. And you can only get them at New Hampshire Vape Gallery. We're located at 180 Lafayette Road, Seabrook, New Hampshire, down the street from Home Depot and next to Smoke Rings. We're open seven days a week from 1030 to 8 p.m. And you can always come in our store provided you wear a mask. Feel free to give us a call, 603-814-4171. And now, back to talking with Topher. I know somebody. And, um, well, he recently died and came back to life. And I was wondering why I hadn't seen him for a little while, um, actually a couple months. And I figured it was just COVID. Um, at the time that we spoke, him and his wife were breaking up. They weren't doing so hot. They were living in separate areas. And it was, it was heavy for him. Um, he was trying not to drink, but then they uh, had their problems. So he started drinking again. Um, about the time that we were still talking, he was just getting like heavily into drinking again. I'm talking like, you know, mobile on the run cups, full of liquor, um, you know, a splash of blueberry slushy, um, and, and driving around doing all just stupid shit, stupid, stupid shit. The same stupid shit I was doing when I was going through my issues, um, with women or work or anything else, any issue became, you know, I just drink and I would drink harder and heavier when I was driving. Um, I don't know why I, I still can't figure that out today. I don't know. Something about being drunk behind the wheel is just, well, it's amazing and it's wrong and I don't suggest anybody doing it, obviously. Uh, DUIs are stupid. I have two of them. I still have red letters on my license today. 21 years later, I still have letters on my license that tell the cops that I have DUIs. So this shit doesn't just go away. Um, so don't do this shit, all right? Don't do anything I talk about on this podcast, please. Um, this is advice to hopefully stop you from doing these things. Um, so he was drinking very heavily. Um, I was getting to the point where he was starting to make me feel uncomfortable being around him because he was literally bombed every time he came to see me. So I was like, all right, this has to kind of stop. But then I didn't have to say anything because he just disappeared. And I was like, oh, God, what, you know, what happened? And I thought it was COVID. I tried texting him. He wouldn't hit me back. I guess he was just deep, deep in it. And he wasn't coming back, according to him. Um, so uh, he has a friend, or he was living with a friend, and this guy comes back with some Coke, right? 
And so he's like, hey, do you want some? And, of course, he is completely tanked, and he's just like, yeah, give it to me. So he takes a giant line of this cocaine. Well, the next thing he knows, he's being woken up by EMTs, uh, police, you know, everybody's there, right? The whole fucking kit and caboodle showed up to save his life. Um, he had to be narcammed, I think is narcam, 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 something like that. Eight times, eight times he told me he was dead for like 20 minutes, which is just insane. Um, and the reason I started this off with saying, be careful of what you're getting is because he thought and his friend thought they had cocaine. Well, guess what? They had like basically pure fentanyl. It's about the same color. They mix it in. It doesn't look any different. And now these assholes out there can take one ounce per se and turn it into like three or four. But now you die. And I was talking to another friend about this. And he was like, can you imagine if we had to do this when we were kids? We would just buy Coke. We would just buy meth. Just and use it. There was no thought of this fentanyl being involved in it. And now it's in everything. They're putting it in Coke. They're putting it in ecstasy. They're putting it in heroin. They're putting it in um, meth. Because it's a powder, so you can just add it in. Um, I even heard that they were putting it in THC cartridges because these people are making a product that doesn't even get you high. So now they take a little bit of this fentanyl, put it into the hot mix, and now you're not getting weed high. You're getting fentanyl high. So they're turning people that think that they're buying a THC cartridge into a fucking heroin junkie. Or a fentanyl junkie, I guess. I don't know if they... I, I assume that this stuff is part of heroin. I'm not sure. Fentanyl could be all on its own. I don't know anything about it because, well, I don't want to know anything about it. All I know is that it's really bad for you. It's in everything and I need to stay away from it. So that's exactly what I do. I don't really fuck around with hard drugs anymore. I kind of already did that. So I'm glad I got it out of my system. But he's right. What the fuck is going on in the world where if you're a teenager today and you get your hands on X, Y, or Z, there is a great, great chance that you could die. I never had to worry about that. And it, it kind of blew my mind that, like, yeah, you basically have to question everything today. And you probably shouldn't get too involved with much, you know? Because it's a scary, scary situation to put yourself in. First of all, nobody wants to die. I mean, if people wanted to die all the time, we wouldn't have all this anti-aging and bettering your health and keeping fit. No, that's for longevity. That's for continued growth. 
to be here longer. So I feel like the majority of people on the planet want to be here, want to live longer. They may want to get a little fucked up and enjoy their time here, but nobody wants to go into something with, you know, a good time. And now you're dead because you just got it from the wrong person. And there's no real way to, I don't know, maybe there is, you can get like a home test and maybe actually test the drugs to see if um, there is a way, uh, you know, just test the drugs to see if they're poisonous. You know, see if what you just bought is actually what you just bought. But he really opened my eyes to the fact that you out there, yeah, you out there, under the age of 18, under the age of 25, under the age of 30, you've got a lot of shit you need to figure out because things are not the way they were when I was a kid. So when he said this, it really sat with me and I was like, oh my God, you know, people, I'm sure everybody, I'm just saying something that you already know. I get that. But that's what I'm, that's what this is for. I was like, my God, I got to get this out there. I need, I want more people to think this way. I want more people to be under the impression that everything that they get is garbage because it most likely is. Unless you're getting it from the source or you're getting it from a reliable person. But if you are just a teenager in like say a college town or something and you're not familiar with the area and you don't know anybody, that's probably the worst position to be in because now they, people can just take advantage of people. And these people that are doing this to those drugs do not give a shit about human life. They just don't. They wouldn't put it in the product if they cared. The only thing they care about is that dollar amount. And that is so scary because now you're just a profit number to them. So it really, it really scared me um, when he told me this story, you know, um, because they both went into this. I mean, his friend brought it in and was like, yeah, I got Coke. And he's like, cool. I love this. You know what I mean? Like, who doesn't love a little Coke? You know? I'm not against it, uh, but I'll be damned if I'm going to die from it. So I'm glad he didn't die. I'm glad he's still with us. Um, you know, I've been we've been catching up a little bit. He's five months off of alcohol right now, which is great. I'm trying to keep that encouragement going, keep him away from it. Um, I guess him and his wife are doing better. Um, which is super important for his stability and, of course, the kids. Um, so he's got a lot going on. And his world almost got completely shut off um, because somebody wanted to make a buck off of his friend. So really scary way to find out what you got is not what you got. So I think we need to come up with a better solution to that. If there's already one out there, email me. Tell me. Um, send it in, uh, send me a link. I, these are things I don't know. I probably won't research it. Um, cause it, it's not something I'm into. I'm not like going out there and 
going to buy some Coke and test it so I have no reason to do this. But if you have a reason to do it and you found them, send it over to me. I want to check it out. All right. So let's let's get in. Uh, let's talk about it. You know, that's my thing. Um, but yeah, so really scary to find out. And then, you know, uh, with the kids today coming up, that's really scary that they're gonna, it's a diff, that sucks, man. I just kept thinking about that. I was like, my God, imagine if I did have to do what these, what all you kids out there have to do today. And I call anybody under the age of 25 a kid. Let's be clear about that. Just because I call you a kid doesn't mean you are a kid, but under 25, well, your insurance, that's like the last thing. That's it. So when you turn 21, you get to drink, you get to smoke, you get to do, you get to smoke pot. All those things are cool. They're unlocked. But the very last thing that you get to look forward to is when you turn 25 and your insurance now goes down uh, because for some reason now you're considered a safe driver after nine years of supposedly being on the road. Um, so anybody under the age of 25 is a kid to me. So I just wanted to clarify that. I know I say it a lot. It's probably annoying. Um, and everybody's like, I don't understand what he's talking about. I'm not a kid. Well, you are to me. Got a lot of growing, a lot of learning to do. Some of you out there, you make me look like the kid and that's okay too. I know it's not everybody. I'm not, I guess I am grouping everybody into one big lump, but um, it's not on purpose. It's just to move through the podcast. So um, I wanted to keep it fun and light. And for some reason, I always end on a very dark note. Um, well, we did have a very good class today. You know, we had our Professor Raphael was up uh, from Florida. And uh, three of my professors got stripes today. And it is, let me tell you, it is really cool to uh to see your uppers especially your professors get promotions um it's very inspiring um because even though i believe they don't look forward not it's not that they don't look forward to it anymore they're not they're not thinking about it anymore you know they've gotten to a stage in their martial arts or their jujitsu that I feel they're just like, this is what I love doing obviously because they wouldn't be professors if they weren't. But for us as students to see them, uh, getting their stripes from their professor is just awesome. It was it was very, very inspirational. It was a really good day, and Professor Raphael really, uh, I, that guy has got so much energy, so much energy, and he teaches class extremely fast. It's pretty cool. Like it was like it was like class fast forward today. It was it was it was pretty cool, and I uh, had some good matches, um, you know, and. Uh, it was it was giant. It was really cool to see class normal again. Like we we didn't run around and stuff like that. Like we do for our warm ups. We stayed in one spot, but there was like thirty people, and it was a very special moment. And 
I love when that stuff happens. I, I love when I'm there for that, and it excites me. And it motiv it motiv again with the motivation. It motivates me to keep coming back, to keep pushing forward, and to keep uh, everything going the way that it is. Uh, one, uh, all my outcomes now are way more positive. I have, my God, I actually got an apology. Um, the other day, uh, because, um, well, my boss thought that I did something wrong, but then he realized it was the phone that can no longer be updated. So it was the issue, not what I had done was the issue. And I actually got an apology. Now, if you're in... If you're in the same shoes I'm in, where apologies um, and stuff like that are always given and never received, you can understand how awkward this was for me. Um, because this doesn't happen that often where I get upset about something and then the other person gets upset with it, but the other person was upset for the wrong reasons and I get the apology. So it was it was an eye-opener. Um, just like I got told recently that um, I need to keep doing what I'm doing because I'm, I'm going in the right direction. And I, I, as much as I probably tell myself I don't need any of that, all I need is what I'm doing, it, I need it. I need it so much. It's so good to hear. It is so good to hear. Um, when you have been working so hard on fixing things, getting better, and then people start recognizing it and acknowledging it, it is an amazing feeling. And again, another thing for me to put my pocket for motivation but yeah so this is this this is it you know what I mean this is it I'm just gonna keep coming back I'm gonna keep doing this week after week with all of you out there um, who I appreciate very much I'm gonna keep doing my workouts keep moving forward because every guy that taps me that's under me in rank motivates me to get back on those mats and get better and that's what I'm going to keep doing. I'm going to do it for the podcast. I'm going to do it for jujitsu. And I'm going to do it for my everyday life. And I think you should too. And of course, if you're younger out there and you're experimenting, just be careful. Uh, but that is it. That is the podcast, everybody. I'm so happy we got to do this again. Another beautiful week getting ready to shovel today. That's right. Snow's coming. Um, it's already gone. Oh my God. I didn't even talk about it. Yeah. It's friggin' the snow going across, um, the United States and fucking up Texas and fucking up, uh, all, all them people on the highway. I mean, there was like what a hundred car pile up. Um, I don't know if it was Austin, but I, I do know it was Texas because like, they're just not used to the snow. Um, my friend was telling me that the part of Texas had like 24 inches and nobody's go doing anything or going anywhere cause they, they don't know what to do. 
Um, so this one's supposed to be a pretty big doozy. Um, they're saying right now we're going to see um, only 10 inches. But it's supposed to be rain, ice, sleet, snow, more rain, then more snow. So it's going to make like this giant mess. And that's what I'm getting prepared to do. I gotta, I'm gotta. i going to have to clean up tonight and then clean up tomorrow. And they said it's not even supposed to leave us until like 2 or 3 in the afternoon tomorrow. So we'll see what happens. Um, and I actually... Do you, I'm going to get into it. Do you ever watch something and you're like, I am going to hate this? And... Then you don't. Well, that happened to me. And I've had to say this has happened a few times. Like, uh, like I got a couple shows I watch that I actually do enjoy, and I'm not saying I don't. Like, This Is Us and uh, what's the other one? Like, uh, a, thousand li- a Million Little Things, I think it's called. And I have to say, like, This Is Us those writers know exactly what they're doing because I'm telling you, they're, the, the last couple weeks weren't really as strong as the episodes before or the season before. And then I was like, I don't think that the writers are the same anymore. They're just not having – it's not happening. And then this week's, it did it to me again. And the thing I'm talking about is when a show or a movie – Makes you cry. Because This Is Us always makes me cry. Except for, like I said, the last couple weeks or so. I didn't feel like their content was on point. But this week, man, it was it was on point And those writers got a tear out of me. Sons of bitches. And then the other thing when I, when I first mentioned was, do you ever watch something and you're like, I'm going to hate this. And then it turns out to be good. And not only does it turn out to be good, but you end up having an, like an emotional uh, response to the show. And when I say what it is, you're probably all going to make fun of me. But that's right. American Idol. Anybody watched the season premiere last night? It was awesome. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think the one girl that they gave a golden ticket to was only to get ratings from you know, the mom worked with Trump and then the dad did something with they're both politic people, right? So she's a she's a she's a she's a offspring of politic people. So I don't know how else to put it. I'm an idiot. Remember that. But I think and I said it last night, I'm like, I'm telling you right now that they are using, you know, her to get ratings because of her parents. You know what I mean? It's just, it was evident. But there was a couple heartbreaking stories in there. And I don't know what it is about people who go through massive, massive hardships. But they are amazing, usually at whatever they put themselves 100% into. So, like, obviously, American Idol is singing. Well, one of these girls had such a brutal mom, and the mom left and stuff like that, but her voice was absolutely amazing. 
Her her talent was crazy. And that is what gets me. You know, not only did the story get me, um, because I, I, but I also, I love the art. And it seems like even like painters and any type of an artist, you know, um, comedians speak of this all the time. The harder their life was, the funnier they are, because the more stuff they have to work with, you know? Um, So I just, I thought it was really good. There was like two or three on there yesterday. And I do have to say, I did shed a tear. Their stories moved me. They were brutal stories. And then they just blow you away with the sound coming out of their mouth. And you're like, wow. You know, uh, one girl, I think it was the last one at the end. You know, her dad um, passed away, and my God, could she sing. It was awesome. And I don't talk about TV or current events on here too much, but I do kind of want to start doing it, so this is probably my introduction to it. Um, I'm going to probably work a little bit harder at gathering some current events and possibly putting them up on the screen and chit-chatting about them, kind of making it a segment. Um, but right now, I was just kind of loose-lipping it. Um, but it was just awesome. And, you know, it, it, it got me to shed a tear. Um, and it was a really good uh, season premiere. And, um, yeah, I just I wanted to know if anybody else felt that way. Like, you just sit down and you're like, this is going to be freaking stupid. And then by the time you're done watching it, you're like, oh, that really moved me. You know, and, uh, you know, I had a completely different reaction or I enjoyed it, you know, but that happened to me. I'm not an American Idol fan at all, but last night's season premiere was really good. It got me to shed a couple tears. Um, and I just, I, I'm just always curious. What is it about people who have extreme hardships making like the most creative, uh, shit? we get, you know, from art to music, you know, just the emotion put behind the singing because of all of that emotion that they're going through. It just, you can hear it. You hear it in their voice and it's magical, just magical. And I wish, (sighs) I need some of that. I think we all do, right? So, uh, well, I hope everybody has a great rest of the week. I hope you enjoy your weekend. Um, hopefully the snow doesn't fuck up things too for you too bad. If you are traveling in the snow, uh, just use caution. I don't know if we're supposed to get any more this week besides this, but it's February, so it's possible. Um, so if you're out there traveling, travel safely, Um, remember to subscribe, uh, remember to like, remember to set those alarms in case you want to know when the new episodes upload. I appreciate it very much. Uh, spread this thing around, share it like, uh, baseball cards, uh, you know, let everybody know if you're enjoying it, I believe that they're going to enjoy it just as much. 
Um, you can always follow me on Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. That's right. I'm on all social media. So go there, follow, check it out. Um, and then, of course, if you have a story, you want to talk about something, let's just start some dialogue. You can do that at T A L K I N with Topher at gmail.com. That's talking with Topher at gmail.com. Um, send that over, put whatever you want to talk about in the subject line. But that's that, that's where you need to send that to. That's the official email of the podcast. I appreciate all of you out there. Thank you so much for all your love, your support. Um, Let's make this thing bigger and better. And I'll talk to you later.